Hey guys, tonight on California Haunts Radio, it's the Twin Flame Paradox with medium Nancy Matz. We'll be right back. Grab your popcorn and snacks, find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Okay, hey, sorry about that, gang. I lost my camera at the last minute. I apologize. It's been one of those days, so uh, I had to do a reset. So uh, welcome, welcome to the show. My name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour, I hope. I hope the camera stays. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I hope the camera hangs out with us. So hopefully there won't be this big blobby thing bouncing back and forth. Uh, but welcome to the show. Uh our guest tonight, medium Nancy Matt and I, it's, it's Valentine's week. So we're going to be talking about love. We're going to be talking about not just love, but we're going to be talking about love from the past. Like what happens when you find your twin flame or you find your soulmate. So we're going to be looking at that tonight. For those of you watching from Facebook, and a lot of you are, please be sure to hit that follow button if you think we're funny. Uh, <laughs> if you think things that happen are funny. Uh, if, uh, if you want to follow <laughs> Uh, because we're always looking for followers. Also, if you comment and leave us a thumbs up or whatever, uh, that helps us get higher up in the RSS feed and puts us out to more people. Same thing with YouTube. If you haven't subscribed already, please feel free to do so. If you like a little comedy, we're going to have a lot of bloopers this, at, at the end of the month. I can promise you that the way it's been going. Um, <laughs> but yeah, same thing with YouTube and, uh, you know, have a chat amongst yourselves and uh, leave us some thumbs up or happy faces. All right. That being said, well, Nancy's already in because I hit the button. So let's just get on with this. Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> I am amazed. Okay. Get your water. Welcome to Murphy's Law. Yeah. Hi, Michelle. Hello. Nice to see you in the room. Uh, I hope we have some people that might be interested in Twin Flames. I uh, was asked to talk about this, and when I I said, what? <laughs> With twin, twin Flames? There's a couple different uh, abbreviations for that, Twin Flame, Twin Souls, and all kinds of um, versus soulmates. I was kind of confused. I did do some reading. I looked up some videos. I did zero, and, and a lot of these thoughts, I had to think about clients and I want to talk about one in particular. And it started making me realize, am I doing what I do? Am I supposed to categorize when someone has an issue with somebody or a relationship comes up? Am I supposed to say, oh, this is a twin flame situation or this is your soulmate? Now, over the years, 
I've only seen three times uh, souls superimpose on each other. Uh, is that a soulmate? I don't know. Are the rest of us floundering around hoping to find <laughs> that soulmate? Or is it possible that we design a life and though it's not the soulmate, someone is close enough and then we kind of try to work the relationship out? I have yet to say to anybody, oh, you have the perfect relationship. Oh, there she goes again. You okay, have keep going, Jesse. You're yeah. going to host it. I'm going to reset the camera so you will become not... host now. There <laughs> right. we go. There we go. I, uh, okay. Just quiet. So I want to say, oh, hello. I got a bigger screen. <laughs> hello, everybody. Um, Twin Flame was kind of uh, something I had to think about. So there's a client in, in the Valley, Sacramento Valley. I think she's a Modesto. I'm not positive. Anyway, this is at least 10 to 12 years ago. She's a beautiful blonde. And she has the sweetest soul I have ever met. To, for me to think that she has a twin flame situation going on, I thought, nah, nah. But at least 10 to 12 years ago, she, she called me up and she said, I think my soulmate's out there. I go, really? And the minute she said that, I saw a man with a light blue truck, one of those trucks that uh, a work person would own, like in the fields or I mean, like a 1965 big old Chevy kind of a truck. It was blue 10 years ago that maybe wasn't that old or was that ancient. <laughs> but one of those big trucks. And he had a white shirt on and blue jeans. And she was seeing him awful. She's very intuitive. And I, what really caught me with this is that she's not met him yet. And now people say, oh, Nancy, you go out 25, 30, 35, 40. I mean, how many years have you been doing this? And people 30 years ago saying, well, Nancy, it's all come through, so now catch up. And, yeah, oh, now I'm patting myself in the back because most people don't want me to read that far out. They want it tomorrow or within a year, tell me what's going to happen so I can brace for my life. And so what happened over the years, this woman keeps dreaming about him or thinking she'll drive somewhere and um, in her town. And she'll feel like he just drove by her over and over and over. And it's almost amazing that she hasn't met him yet. She tried to find a job in, um, not Merced, um, going west towards San Francisco, Alameda area. Okay. Not Alameda. I, I apologize. I don't know the Bay Area. But in that direction, she couldn't get a job. She ended up saying where she is. And I thought, I thought she can't even get out of that town. She you live in everything turns around goes back to that area and i thought to myself as i was reading and looking at the videos i thought this could be one of those situations because as i talk to you about this there is a, a an idea and this woman talks about it that sometimes being in only in the area is good enough because the twin flames they are so soul wise very connected and they communicate on a soul level, even if they don't meet. Oops, I should have got rid of my emails. So we can be having a spiritual relationship with somebody and they talk to each other on the soul level. I thought to myself, oh my gosh, that hurts my brain starting to think about it. So if someone says to me, I have a soul flame, talk to me about what we're about and I can go through, we're gonna go through some ideas. But that doesn't mean you have a relationship with them. It could be that you're distant or even on a different town or across the nation. If you can communicate once in a while 
and you are a witness to their life and they are to you, but they also, and I bring up the word mirroring each other's lives. Don't know what that means either, because if you're uh, connected to somebody, you think, oh, that's a soul um, twin flame situation and they get murdered or they end up in jail. How, how was that work? I, you know, I, I thought to myself, Am I getting too tech? Is this too technical for the people out there? Do you want me to say that? Do you want me to analyze if you're a twin flame or soulmate or other kinds of dynamic words that define our relationships? Kind of, it was a paradox when I started thinking about it. I said, sure, we're going to call this. Because some of the things I, I speak to and I'm going to the next 45 minutes, is it blends over into other kinds of relationships. And when people call and they're hurting and we're talking, the only thing they want is how to fix this and how they get on with their life. If they got a breakup, how they do it about wounding another soul. You've heard me say that over and over. Mm-hmm. Or they want to go, okay, I don't want to kill him. <laughs> I'm so mad. Or she's run off with somebody else. How do we fix this? Or my mother-in-law won't let, wants to come over and take care of charge and help me raise my children. That mother-in-law could be your twin flame. I mean, I don't know. It's almost like the twin flame environment is to witness each other. Now, there was a lady some years back and she came to me and I just happened to mention this before we talk about what topic we talk about tonight. And she says, what's the purpose of my life? She was bored. She was just it was just not satisfied, you know, a lot of things and kind of had to look, put all the names of her family down. I looked at her job. And the next thing I know is I see this man. And I said, who is this? And I described, she says, oh, that's my brother. I'm older by a couple of years. And this man had had all kinds of issues. It was just tremendously always in turbulence. And then I heard the words, she is to witness him, his life. It's, it's like the feeling of he was born so she could witness his progress or his defeat, his success or his failure. That was all his, that's all it was about. And she absolutely agreed with me. It was almost like, oh, that makes so much sense. It didn't matter that she had three children and she was married. She had a career. The thing with the brother hit, ooh, goosebumps, oops, all over. <laughs> it's like, what? they get the I sit here, got goosebumps too, because it, it, it put me back in that situation talking to her. I got the goosebumps, but she, she says, oh, it makes so much sense. I'm, I'm so glad. I sit here just getting this stuff and I go, oh man, how am I going to tell this person that the rest of her life doesn't matter? It's what about her brother? And of course she's raising her kids, but the kids also can be what we call independence. Um, I always tell people that I had children and they don't need the mother and father. Uh, you know, they, they don't need us. They came with intent of biological material. And uh, one side of the family is biology and the other side is engineering and they're just fine. They don't need us. And I go, geez, they don't need us. <laughs> it's like, is that okay? Yeah, that's okay. But that's not necessarily a twin flame environment or a, a witness environment because clearly uh, my illnesses has pushed me toward this career. And I remember um, thinking I should have more time to spend with the teenager when I was sick with cancer, he was 15. And it just worked out. It's like the universe pushed me toward um, another four or five years of the telephone company to get into this. And so I look at the dynamics of why families or children pick families or why spouses pick each other 
or, and I know most of us have had that wow uh, fling. <laughs> what, why, why is that? The eyes connect and everything goes, <laughs> you know, I'm older. I'm not dead. Everybody, I can, I can remember. I have memories. <laughs> I got something. I have these silly cats and then I get on the air. And <laughs> so the most of this information, uh, some of it's mine. I don't want to read per beta. I think that's boring as the Dickens. So I rewrote a lot of this, but I want to give uh, Dolores Cannon all the information, all the uh, kudos to this. She clearly um, has written a lot. She had other videos. I just ran out of time today. I had a lot of calls. Char knows I was on the phone all day, most of the day. And, and so I had to do what I could. But it's very interesting, this twin flame phenomena versus soulmate. Now, soulmate meaning... Uh, made in heaven, where Timothy Hutton, I think it is, <clears throat> he gets killed, goes to heaven, he falls in love with a spirit who has never been born. And he goes to God, um, who is a woman in this movie, happens to be his real life wife, you have to look him up, really cute movie, and she's told she has to go to earth and have a life. And then he goes to God and says, what's the point of this? I mean, I've fallen in love, and she's my soulmate. Well, if she's a soulmate, you'll find her again. I'll send you to Earth, but you only got 30 years. Wow, what a profound movie. Isn't that exciting to think that that's possible? And I've also mentioned lately um, the movie uh, What Dreams May Come, A Soulmate Connection. You'll have to see it to understand the ending. And another one I did not mention before, and I should have. There's a wonderful movie with Robert Downey Jr., and it's uh, called Chances Are with Civil Shepherd. And Civil Shepherd's in the restaurant, and this man is coming to the street, and in his pocket he has some earrings, and it's our anniversary. And he sees her in the window, and she's just a beautiful young woman, of course. She's younger than the rest of the movie. And, and he's dashing across the street. He's a wonderful gift for her. And a car hits him and kills him. Well, guess what? He comes back very quick. And this young man grows up and has gravitated toward the area, the college, and the job of Civil Shepherd has moved. Unbeknownst to Robert, she was pregnant, and she never got to tell him. That was what her secret for the uh, anniversary dinner was going to be. So the daughter grows up and bumps into Robert Downey Jr., and they fall in love, and he has a chance to go to dinner and go over to the house where Civil Shepherd has a man friend, and it's um, Farrah Fawcett's, uh, Ryan O'Neill was her lover interest, and he, he's madly in love with her, but she can't see him because she's still in love with the man that got killed, her first husband. In the process of the dinner, which is way fun, you guys have, he all of a sudden wakes up, and everything in the house hasn't changed, and he's getting flashbacks of holding Civil Shepherd in his arms, and it's implied whether they're team twin flames and they have to finish out a lifetime, which I want to point that out, or they're soulmates. And at this point, when I think about that, how would we know? Because clearly they have unfinished business because mm -hmm. their life was undone. And I could say they have a twin flame uh, energy to this. I guess the energy is because he's so drawn to her 
and it's overwhelming. And of course, the love interest, the girl, she's all flustered. What, what are you going? What's happening to you? You're not interested in me? Well, it's his daughter, and he knows it. <laughs> he doesn't want to kiss her and hold her. <laughs> and the ending is wonderful. So if you can, please look up Chances Are. Um, I think it's on YouTube, and I don't know if there's a rent price to it. But if you can get hold of that, you will not be disappointed. It is fabulous, funny. Okay. And there's so many. I like bringing up movies because it demonstrates what I want to talk about sometimes. In the movie, What Dreams May Come, they are happily married. There's death. But in the last moments of the movie, he says to her, let's go back and do it again. And that's implying twin flames or soulmates. Because in this lifetime, neither one of them finished their desired um, outcomes. And the twin flame implies two of the same soul, that they're split, they're mirror, mirror images of each other. And the one thing that kind of, now having started, I'm going to try to build up to why I'm going to say what I'm going to say. It implies like a yin and a yang, identical twins being born. You're going to have one child, strong, aggressive, outgoing, fun-loving. And the other one is soft, contemplative, uh, studious, and not a big talker. And it's almost like a yin and the yang. And so twin flame is a mirror image of each other's and the wishes, wants, hopes, and desires. And what's lacking in the personalities are going to be mirrored by each other to each other. And what I found fascinating is I started reading all this. And I said, and they don't have to meet. They don't have to see each other. So I would like to start. And I want to thank uh, Dolores Cannon. I want to give her kudos for, sorry, putting this together and having somebody um, do a video on it. Have to point out, I have read up on Dolores Cannon for years and years. And I, I looked into a conference. And she was in Arkansas. And she's a publisher. Her daughter is a publisher of a company for books. And I started saving my money. I needed $1,300 for this trip. I was going to call and look into it, found out she had just died. <laughs> and it's almost like the universe said, we know you want to go, but you can't go because now she's dead. And I thought I had been cheated. But in the greater, not me, this is why she died. But it's unfortunate that I took too long to get to her. So she's one of the ladies that I like to listen to and follow. So I encourage you, Dolores, D-O-L. O-R-E-S, Canon, C-A-N-N-O-N. Just type that into YouTube and oodles and oodles of things will be done, brought up, just like Edgar Casey. And Edgar Casey uh, spoke of relationships on many different levels. I know he uh, addressed the idea of soulmates. Can't remember if he did Twin Flames. I don't know if it was a, a cheeky word at the time. He died in 1945. So it's, uh, it's been a long time for him to have to think of that. I'm not going to uh, diminish the idea of twin flames. I think it's a more modern word, but it kind of gives a different category because when we think of soulmates, we think of the magnet to pull each other to each other uh, to bring together love. And that's not always what we need. We can have a relationship of a twin flame brought together to bring, bring out the best of each other and to bring balance to the one that needs it the most. And I've had clients and a, a gentleman up there on the border of Oregon to California. And I, I'd known him 30 years. I mean, at the time I read him probably six years ago. Um, I started in uh, 92 and it might've been 93 that I met him. 
And I went through his past real quick, and it seemed like he was always trying to fix somebody, as though he had met over and over twin flames that he couldn't help them, and he got frustrated. With, and then I, he, he called and says, I think I've met the woman. And she happened to be a client of his, and he was a ther physical therapist. And I said to him, I'm not seeing you in her mind. She's going to be attracted to a blonde. Why don't you, for one time, find a balance and find someone who can balance with you? And he didn't like it initially, but he did find her. And sometimes we are so and look for a twin flame relationship or somebody that we can improve and make better. How many men, women, girlfriends out there listening to this, how many times have you had a friend say, he's almost perfect, and when we're a couple, he will do what he's going to eat better. He's going to dress better. He's going to pick up his shoes at night. Or the man who says, she can't cook, but if we get married, she will be a cook. Or all those kinds of comments. You can't do that to somebody. It has to be organic. It can't be expectations. And unfortunately, I don't know where that falls, twin flame or soulmates, but you'll find couples who listen to each other and mirror each other and are there for each other. It doesn't mean it's soulmates. Doesn't mean it's arbitrary, just run into somebody and let's have a relationship. It could be a twin flame. Kind of interesting for me to think of it, relationships in that way. Because if, if I give time, and I've told Shar, and Shar knows on my um, YouTube station, Nance, Nancy Matt's Psychic, if you can go there and sign up, subscribe, because I'm looking for a number in my mind before I take the time to look at, listen to, pick thousands and thousands of readings. For you to understand about humanity and relationships and how we work together, I can go back and collect better stories. But until I do, you're going to hear the same ones from me over and over because I remember them. We talk about them. And so at times I wish I had better examples, but I still know that twin flame can be attracted to each other because of the mirror, the, the energy, and the vibration of the pattern you wear. Remember I said last time, last Friday, that we all resonate with an energy. And you'll go into a restaurant and you know, oh, I'm not sitting over there. Someone's in a bad, bad space. You feel repelled by somebody. Have you been in a business, excuse me, business meetings? And you have to go and you have to pay attention. And the presenter just irritates the out of you. And he doesn't feel good. It's just like you want to repel and they come up after. Oh, I want you to meet. You got to shake this guy's hand or her hand. I mean, how many times does that happen? Or you want to run out with the girls at night and they bring a friend along. Does, you can't understand. It just, it just rubs you the wrong way. That's because of energy. That is a pattern. And I like the Scottish idea of the pattern. And that we're looking for a partner. We look at the energy, how it feels. And I call it a Scottish plaid. How is the plaid on your body? What are you wearing? Well, and mirroring a twin flame idea is that this life presented situations. It could be totally different for each other, but the result of a situation that you are living created a pattern. And so the mirroring will be exact. Downside to that is if you meet later on and not like a teenager 20 or 30, that so that twin flame might already have a relationship. You could be friends. You could mirror each other. But if you're opposite sex and you wanted to kind of connect and they're already on their path, you have to figure out some way to be a friend but not imply you want a relationship. 
the universe isn't always fine. You got to realize that if they marry, is it a past life incomplete? Is it a past life finishing? Do you need to raise the children because you were once married to one of them? Or maybe you as adults are children and the children of the parents from a past life. You can't intercede in that. I better get going because I got about a half hour reading, not reading. Do I look at the notes and then talk to you? So I want to get started. This is just, like I said, it's just fascinating to me that this is something that people um, talk about. Um, uh, hi, Marissa. I'm sorry, ladies. I can't read the chat room if I'm looking at this. Um, so twin flames are two halves of the same soul. Like yin and yang, like twin, identical twins with the different personalities. They are separated and evolving over lifetimes and what it means when they reunite. So we're not talking thousand lifetimes where you're bumping into each other. But off and on, you may connect. And the pattern that you wear to recognize somebody could have been created over lifetimes. Somebody, <laughs> I went to a, a lecture in Sacramento. I brought this up a long time ago. And uh, I I just do what I do. And I, I people want, well, Nancy, you're going to see spirits or you're going to see ghosts or whatever. And I always tell them, I says, I do what I do. I, if I don't get something, you're going to know it. And I just act like a dummy. I sit here and I see these people walk around. I do the readings and, you know, I get what I get. And, and the way I survive doing this and not let ego get to me or think I'm so wonderful is that this is what I do. I do this. And so I went to a lecture with a friend named Karen. And we sat there. We listened to this lady channel. I'd never seen the channel before. And I was just like. Are you kidding me? <laughs> she was sitting there, hands on the, and just going like this. I go, oh, that's something new for me to look at. And this lady right in front of me, brown-haired lady, she was a lovely lady. She says, I have, can you help me understand this? I, I have a horrible time trying to connect to people. I want to be by myself. I don't have my friends. And she says, well, you are a Scotchman living on the highlands of Scotland, and you were all alone most of the time. <laughs> hold on right there in front of me she burst into flames <laughs> she just and it was a, a a being from a planet of fire and the arms moved and she was doing this and those arms came right out of that flame and she and the, what I felt from that is that they didn't touch each other in that lifetime when she was a flame like she was an energy being because I don't know I just felt isolation with it and I looked over at Karen and I says, I know why she can't get along with anybody. Because in the life she left, she couldn't get any, near anybody. She's here to experience trying to. And Karen went, wow. And I go, little, you know, what do I do with that? And she says, stuff it. <laughs> that, it wasn't for me to say anything. But my eyes must have gotten big as sauce. I went, oh, my God. <laughs> she burst right in flames in front of me. Uh, so anyway. So I'm now looking at things a little different because I didn't look at her friend. She didn't burst in the flames that I'm aware of. It just one was <laughs> that's like, well, and we're talking about twin flames. How funny is that? Uh, um, twin flames act as powerful mirrors to, of our souls, reflecting our deepest flaws. So twin flame meaning that whatever we can't do, can't fix, can't correct, can't get satisfaction from, can't pursue. That creates a pattern, and your twin flame from the same soul entity is creating the same path. 
and you're mirrored to them and you're pulling to each other and you have deep flaws and you won't share those things necessarily with a partner you're dating. And I had women come to me, they said, well, I've married four or five years now and I didn't tell them that I'd like to do this. Can I do this? I said, you better be talking. How many times have someone dated and the individual throw on the table everything that's wrong in their life? Well, the other partner won't do that because you've already expressed. So they hold on to it. And women are dangerously guilty of this. So sometimes our deepest flaws are hidden until we find that one person, that friend, that mirrors us and our issues. And that doesn't mean you can't have a love relationship or love mate. Um, um, love mate, that's not what I said. Uh, soulmate. It means that this other individual has come along and you've connected. And your deepest flaws, they can bring that out. And you'll see yourself in that person. That's profound. I kind of like it. Scared of it. And how would I talk to somebody? By the way, you have a soulmate out there, a, a twin flame out there. you got to find that person and get this fixed. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. <laughs> you know, I would say something like, what's your issue? Okay, I'm going to give you tools on how to work through it. That's my job. But to, per to say, by the way, you have a second half around here somewhere. I don't know where on the planet. And people are dating. And I'll say to somebody, um, you know, be open to uh, somebody that you connect energetically to. And I, I warn, caution people. Please don't look at the looks. Look at their soul. And don't negate the idea that they come from a different country or have a different skin tone because it might have been agreed that you what you bring to the relationship is different cultures. We cannot do that. I would be here <laughs> if, if we didn't because I had a... We have an Indian in our family. She passed away in 86, but she kept, we're all blended from that. And so good, good for grandpa, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so anyway, um, let me keep going. I have to recover this over again. Souls that reflect our deepest flaws, unexplored potentials, pushing us, bring out our greatest strengths. And a lot of times they're under, uh, they're undiscovered until that soulmate, that twin flame comes and a soulmate. Most of the time it's twin flame that brings up the best of us. Soulmates, the relationship could go not quite as good as you would like. Remember last week I said uh, early in my career, I worked there 24 years Pacific Bell. I had some great opportunities for advancement. And my husband always said no. Uh, he had a job in Sacramento, was a long commute to Loomis, Auburn Folsom uh, Boulevard, going toward Auburn. And I worked in um, Sacramento and Auburn. And he said, we have to have, you would watch the kids. You can't do this. You can't do that. So I turned down three promotions. And then the fourth one I did take because I felt like I should. Um, a journey together of intense personal growth, disharmony and conflict of resistance, living lifetimes independently. And then reuniting in a catch-up lifetime for spiritual advancement. Spiritual advancement, that's a good word, I guess. But I would say emotional advancement, even if it's a physical, like someone you meet and they're an artist and they say, what's wrong with you? Didn't you, weren't you an artist when you were a kid? Why, why don't you do this? And it's not always harmonious, but what it does is keep you in the, uh, uh, and get you thinking about it. In my family, uh, grandson-in-law he's an artist and he's amazing both little girls 
uh, can have art abilities. And what that made me think about is, where's my artwork? So I'm also an artist. Um, you know, oops, sorry, cats. <laughs> they just leaped and I put my mouse down. Kind of gets us wanting to think about unfinished directions. Sudden spiritual awakening. Pre-life agreement to appear when each is ready to push each other to a new level of spiritual awakening. That could mean spiritual awakening that maybe should become an artist or write that book or change jobs or travel around the world. Um, I was talking to somebody tonight and two weeks ago they went to a crab feed. How fun is that? I haven't been to a crab feed in <laughs> 35 years, I think. Anyways, this is like two weeks ago. Well, today she found out the people that were sitting at the table, the gentleman died of a heart attack just yesterday, I think it was. And so she said, um, don't wait. Pursue. Do what you want to do because no one's guaranteeing anybody tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's why Shara and I are kind of getting on this. We got to do this. Mm -hmm. um, this profound sudden alert to one another soul agreement to act as a catalyst for upcoming jump in their soul growth and or adjustment. And that was signs. Mirroring is the next section. In context of twin flames is more than a complexity of exact mirroring of traits, traits and behaviors of each soul's misalignment. Love that word. Misalignment. Say you want to come into this lifetime and you want to do what? And you get this, you get off track. Um, and so what do you do? Well, that person shows up to shake your shoulders and go, what's wrong with you? And I have to admit, I need a haircut, everybody. I'm getting it in my eyes. So I have a little friend, a little petite thing. And I was in this in 90, um, 92. And I was a supervisor. And of course, job description is 60 hours plus a week. And I had five satellite five satellite off five offices, uh, four satellites and I was driving and just a lot of hours. And then I got into this and for two years, all of a sudden the business exploded because I was kind of like the new kid on thought, what is Nancy? What is this? What, why is she can do this? And so I was very busy and I told her, I says, I have to make a choice. And the telephone company gave career. I mean, it was like everything from healthcare to retirement match stock plan. I says, I can't, do both jobs. She got angry at me. She says, what's wrong with you? <laughs> well, I had cancer. I got divorced. I'm doing this. I'm killing myself. She says, you're helping people survive their lives. Why would you give that up? Mm -hmm. So she, I'm talking Paula, if you see this there, she was my twin flame for this lifetime. She was the catalyst that brought to my attention. What's wrong with you? You can do this and you want to give it up? Yeah, I was going to. Absolutely was going to. Yep. And God hit me with this big red brick and said, get out of this lifestyle and get out of this job, get out of the marriage so you can work for me. And then I was going to not do it. Well, that little twin flame friend of mine said, what is wrong with you? You can help somebody else survive their life in a heartbeat. So uh, that was uh, February. And then spirit people, I was in the car one day and they said, get my ministry because I was part of the uh, Universal Christ of the Master Spiritualist Church in Citrus Heights, California. And they didn't believe reincarnation or UFOs. 
so I tried really hard and I did find a ministry and uh, uh, Reverend, uh, Dr. Reverend Judy Fisher. Um, <laughs> Sedona, Arizona, uh, Church of the, uh, I can't remember it right now, but it's on my website if anybody wants to know. Uh, did the hard way of study for two years and then got a ministry. Um, but anyway, so um, this became my full-time job. So uh, twin flames can show up to do what they need to do. Told that story took a little too long. And even though it's not continual, they're there to shake your shoulders and make you more aware of the pre-life agreement or to put you back on track. And that's that's what happened. These relationships are at times impossible to conceal your weaknesses. You will know the very core of your being and all aspects of your most hidden weakness. Well, that was my weakness. I wanted security at a telephone company. <coughs> and she saw all that. She says, wait a minute. You have insecurities, but, and then of course I didn't add, but I will say this. I had stage three plus cancer <coughs> in 87 when I was diagnosed. Can chemotherapy killed people. And mm -hmm. so they didn't do chemotherapy and they did all surgeries. I had radiation and I just thought I was going to die. And I wanted a security telephone company. And she says, if you're going to die, if you think you're going to die, then do this. What are you wasting your time there? <laughs> Whoop. God got his way 33 years later. So it can come and it's so profound and it's, and it's awe-inspiring and it's upsetting. Um, but yet, I can't think of anything else I want, want to do. It's like I tell you, should I retire? Well, guess what I do in my retirement years? <laughs> I would do this. Um, so let's go on. These Relationships are at times impossible to conceal your weakness. I just said that was going sacred space of shared consciousness that may hide blocks or unresolved become apparent. That's kind of the same statement. Like my friend said, "What is wrong with you?" <laughs> I rattled my head, and so that kind of shook me up. And that hidden block, the fear of lacking or fear of not having um, security was my weakest point. And I always shared with you that my father was killed when I was 66, when, 19, uh, when I was six years old. And the only comment my mother made when she was told by his mother and dad, what am I to do? I have no money. Click. I was broken until I got the cancer, got divorced, and surrendered to this and not to secure a telephone company. That is a big deal, everybody, at Twin Flame, and I give her credit for that. Uh, the Twin Flame shadows in healing these mirroring acts to heal. Dissolution, dissolution of soul longing. This longing is remembrance of the soul's other half, a bond formed across lifetimes and dimensions. Remember I said the flame. It doesn't mean that we're only from this planet. Um, that's not the only one I've seen. My friend Karen Rossine and I are going to do a book. And it's going to be, well, she started a few times. And our life is just, our lives are just busy. But I want to do it. And one of the attachments, this lady come in, and she was having terrible back pains. And, she, of course, when Karen calls me up, she says, all right, this is the lady's name. She came in. Now she's going to come back. 
because she want, I told her I need a little time to think through what I could do for her. And you know what a starfish looks like, right? It has like five <laughs> arms. This, oh, this thing was on her back and it was as big as her. And these tentacles, like an octopus, there was, excuse me, why I add them up, one, two, three. I saw five, that top part. So there might've been five underneath. It was a consciousness of another dimension. Holy tomatoes. I told her, I said, this is what's going on. This is where it's attached. This is what it's doing to her. And I've written it up and you will read about it. I mean, I can't make this up. Just like when I do ghost busting and Char sends me a picture and goes, tell me about this. And I go through there and everything I said finds out. After a while I go, oh, okay. This is what I'm getting. I'm okay. I'm going to say it. Even if I'm scared to say it, I don't want to be wrong. Who wants to be wrong at this? You guys pay me to be right. Of course, I, I now call it living on the edge, the cliff. I love it. I love it. Um, spirits are aware of each other's existence from a young age. This manifests as consistent, unshakable feeling somewhere out there meant for them. And upon me, them, there is a perpetual shift, overwhelming sense of completeness. The concept of soul recognition competition. Wonderful statement. Somewhere out there, everybody listening, you may have a twin flame looking for you. Not necessarily to help you, but for you to help them. And when you meet, this could be a workmate. Well, that's mm -hmm. a good story. I should bring that one up. Oregon. Um, help you. It could be a child meeting another child, helping through the trauma of living at home. It could be two girlfriends married. And the girlfriends are twin flames to each other. And they say, we have to survive this together. Or we need to advance, get something in them that mirrors. And they can, and women oftentimes will talk and bring that out. Men would meet on the basketball field uh, court or somewhere where, hey, what's wrong with you? Well, and they talk. And if it twin flame situation, you will. You'll discuss it. How about that TV series called Cheers? C-H-E-E-R-S, the bar. And they had uh, Danson, Ted Danson in it. It was fun. I, I did watch some of those shows a long time ago. I don't watch much TV anymore. They could be on in the background, but I just don't pay attention. It's just kind of in the noise in the background. And I saw that if you call it twin flame situations over and over and over in the bar, where people would talk and bring out the most hidden desires and the fears I call it wishes, wants, home desires. And that twin flame situation showed up in that bar over and over and over. I recommend it. It's one of the best series I've ever seen on TV. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't watch a lot of it to be able to compare. But I did watch it in those years. <clears throat> so I really like that again. Let me read it one more time. Because these sentences are very complex. And if I rewrite it, I have to read it over too. Spirits are aware of each other's existence. Remember, two people from the same soul. From a very young age, this manifests as consistent, unshakable feeling that somewhere out there, someone is meant for them. And upon meeting that other person, there is a pivotal shift, overwhelming sense of complete completeness with the concept of soul recognition competition. I was bringing it up last week before I studied that in kindergarten uh, was the year my father was killed. A first grade brother 
Uh, a little boy fell in love with me and he told me he wanted to marry me. And we were only six years old. And I remember, <laughs> what did I know at that age? But he was always holding my hand. He was so cute. How can I forget that? I almost wish my mother had gotten his name. Wouldn't have been fun to look it up after all this time. Was he somebody that I needed to talk to and meet? Who knows? It was very organic. It was very... Because I, I didn't question it, you know, but <laughs> it was very cute. My mother probably loved it. This could, now let's go on. This could be in complex and paradox with connection with past lives, with contract to finish a particular lesson. Um, there's that word paradox. Because you meet your twin flame and you meet your soulmate. And you meet the soulmate because you need to finish what you didn't finish last time before you can go on. But you've had multiple lifetimes with the flame, twin flame, where you have mirrored each other's lives. How many of you have had friends and you go, we're in the same movie together? Mm -hmm. Same movie, same time. I'm thinking of a friend, another friend named Karen up in Oregon. Known her since we were 13. And we uh, health issues come up. I've had more than her, but it seems like when I've gotten something, she would too. She says, we're always in the same movie together. I don't know. I'm going to have to call her up and say, what do you think about this? Or have her watch this and have her think about it. Um, this could be in complex and paradox with connecting connection with past lives in contrast to finish a particular lesson. I like that. This can conflict with just meeting twin flames. And cause confusion with the logical mind, often grappling with the complexities and to and the push to complete this lifetime and being in a state of finishing this life without the benefit of finishing with the desired outcome. Very complex statement because if you do go with the twin flame and have the relationship, what if you're what are who are you as a human that you would like to develop? certain talents or traits or whatever. What if you go to college and you study because you someone said you'd like to go and be a space engineer? Oh, that's one, do that. Mm -hmm. And then you meet your twin flame and they're an artist. Yeah, you had artistic abilities, yes. Do you do that or do you go on with what you learn in college? Very difficult situation. You'll be pulled toward both directions. And one needs to heal from a recent past life complexities. That's another one that I want to say too, is you have a past life where you didn't have an easy road. It was very, very difficult. And you come into this lifetime wounded. This is a past life intrusion if you're still suffering from it and you want to fix it. You want to finish it. And you meet your twin flame and the mirroring of lifetimes comes forward. And that person knows all your secrets and all your wishes, wants, hopes, and desires, and damages. But then you're pulled to finish something else over here. That is the paradox we have to find, have to think about. But sometimes the overwhelming urge to be with that person doesn't have to be a lover. It could be best friends. It could be mother and daughter. You don't, uh, mother raising a child. And then all of a sudden the child gets to 20, 25, 30 years old, and you look at the child and go, wait a something, something's off here. I don't see that as a child anymore. I see that as an mm -hmm. adult talking to me on level I never understood before. Profound recognition and understanding. Twin flame recognize, understand all aspects and goes beyond the level of being 
and reaching the very core of their existence and goes beyond the surface level bonds often found with romantic soulmates. Do you understand that? Soulmates meet together and wow, 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 patterns match. Let's go forward. But we don't always talk about the issues of our lives. We talk about what we could do with that partner, the soulmate of building a life together, having children do our careers. So the, my first husband, we were all about uh, progressing in life. Both of us were very successful. We had the children. We were super athletes. Had this and had that. But did we talk about the hidden desires of the things that were wounded in us? Excellent. No, we didn't. It wasn't that common. We didn't do that. Mm -hmm. So it was a soulmate, but not a twin flame. Twin flames feel a sense of being unseen or incompletely understood, incompletely understood by others before they meet this sense of incompleteness and understand of such that only a twin flame can provide. How many of us had in our lives said, boy, I just can't get figure out what's going on with me. I can't get find someone that really understands me. Maybe your twin flame is coming towards you. And then I said to myself one day, I was when I was reading up on this, we only have one twin flame? One? I've heard other people say that we fragment one soul into many different parallel lives and universes. Ouch, that hurts. So how is that happen? I don't know if I'm smart enough to tackle that as a topic. <laughs> Twin flame is about all I can grapple with because it's such a profound, in-depth look at relationships. Twin flames can feel and understand each other profoundly, even in moments of solitude. This connection is particularly felt during deep meditation or in the transitional phase of sleep and awakening. Times when the conscious, logical mind is relaxed, allowing the deeper soul connection to surface. Absolutely. When you're not being hustle bustled around kids office and you're just relaxing and you feel the essence of someone surrounding you and you feel a sameness as though to say with that essence, I'm feeling, I feel complete. I wonder who that is. Who's going to, and my husband always seems to know when I'm going to have someone call me that's in a lot of turmoil. He says, your energy changes. Da da. <laughs> or, or the office fills up with spirit people. I go, oh, someone's going to talk about relatives that just died. And they're here standing around, right? <laughs> uh, who are you? And I don't try to look at them. I don't want to know ahead of time. When I'm talking to somebody else, that man, well, there's a man. I guess I'm going to talk about a gentleman here. Anyway, they'll come around and stand right in front of me. Or they'll go to the whoever and show up. These connections is not like relationships with soulmates or intense romantic bonds. Remember we were talking about having the fling, intense romantic bonds. Don't know what how that happens either. It's like looking in someone's soul. Oh, 10 lifetimes back, we had a good life. Let's just have a little fling and remember. I think that's what that means. This is significant. They do not share the same core soul frequency that twin flames do and a unique frequency and anatic signature 
that aligns perfectly, allowing them to connect and understand each other on a level that is unattainable in other relationships. The concept of profound recognition and understanding in twin flame relationships. Alignment of core values. Alignment of core values. These values are essence of soul akin to a unique energetic frequency or a soul signature song in the realm of twin flames. Remember I spoke to you some months back about I had a spirit come to me and he was called the traveler. And he hadn't been inside a human being, but somehow he saw me. It's like um, a ghost rescue. They say I have a, my light is brighter. And he said uh, he could hear my music and he recognized the tone. He said everything in the universe is a musical note. And now this kind of makes more sense. So he visited with me and he was very intrigued with the idea of fingers. He didn't have any kind of sense of, he was didn't have a human form. He, did, he didn't understand this. Um, and I, I thought that was really interesting. And now here with this, a soul's signature song. There you go with the music. Music is everything. Uh, the song we sing, the song, the music we're brought to like is part of the signature of our soul. I love that. I don't know about the kids that day with the heavy rap and all that. What's their music like? I, I'm not in sync with what's new for the kids here. It's this identical vibration, the essence that distinguishes their connection while twin flames might exhibit varying surface level ideologies, beliefs, or opinions. Their fundamental core values remain in perfect harmony. These core values, much deeper than any belief system, forming the root from which all perceptions and ideologies, they are the unspoken understandings, the intrinsic feelings that guide their innermost thoughts and actions. Consider for a twin flame couple. Profound sentences, everybody. Whoa, I love this. Almost have to go back and listen to this a couple of times just to get it all. Connection with self and soul's mission. Mission of the sixth sign pivotal in the celestial tapestry of twin flow connections is the profound experience of connecting with one's true self and soul's connection far from beyond a mere romantic entanglement. That's pretty um, <laughs> profound sense. I don't know if I can word it any differently. Um, I guess the idea, as I was speaking earlier, is that you can become romantically involved, but that is not going to continue so much as the involvement of your minds and balance each other's innermost fears and the damages. So you may misinterpret the connection. That's very profound. Mm -hmm. Is this a catalyst for spiritual and personal growth? Enhancing and aligning one's innermost passions and purposes in the presence of a twin flame, whether in physical proximity or in separate or separated by vast distances. And I do have friends long distance away where we can talk profound. 
Is that a twin flame? No, we have one, it sounds like. I don't know. There blossoms a deep sense of inspiration and motivation. This connection fosters a unique encouragement in one's spiritual journey. Not about companionship. It's about mutually accelerating each other's growth. And to energetically support to each other. This act as a force propelling each other along their individual path, life's path, and toward their destiny. And that is the goal, is to fulfill our destinies. Not necessarily what we want to do or where we're headed, but to regain the vibrational level and the acceptance to join with the God force, the God light. The twin flame supports with love and comfort and encouragement for each individual's journey. Unwavering synchronicities situations, simultaneously occurrence in sacred journey of twin clones is the unwavering synchronicity of being perpetually on the same page. The twin flame connection transcends the conventional dynamics of relationships, speaking to a different, more mystical union. The essence of this sign lies in the shared consciousness that twin flame possesses any, unlike any other relationship. The individual maintain a distinct separate mind. Twin flames exist in a state of unity, so profound that their conscience merges into one. This unity is not about being karma copies of each other, but rather intimate connection where thoughts, desires, and aspirations are harmoniously aligned. This phenomena of always being on the same page as a hallmark of the twin flame relationship it is not a mere coincidence of similar wants or parallel thoughts. Instead, it is a manifestation of their singular consciousness. In this shared state of being, the desires and aspirations of one of one are inherently understood and shared by the other. This alignment ensures that twin flames move together in unison, their path and purposes interwoven into seamless dance of synchronicity. This alignment is what sets twin flame relationship apart, unlike other relations where change in desires or goals might lead to discord or separation. In a twin flame connection, such scenario is virtually non-existent. The desires and goals of twin flames evolve and grow together, reflecting their united journey. This perpetual alignment is not just about shared interests or mutual goals. It is a deeper, more profound synchrony that speaks to the united soul's mission. In this unique connection, separation is illusion. The twin flames, even when physically apart, remain united in their shared consciousness, continually remembering and supporting each other's growth and the evolution. This synchronicity is a testament to the twin flame connection being even more in relation. It is a union of souls and fusion of spiritual paths and a journey toward a shared destiny. And a desperate one, too, because at times it feels like, as I'm talking about this, they're mm -hmm. in like a locomotive. And each one of them is on one rack, uh, one of the tracks of the railroad, and they're fighting to keep together, and the locomotive is pushing them through time, and they're desperate to finish. That's what it feels like to me. This unwavering synchrony and twin flame, twin flame relationship is a guiding force ensuring they move together towards their shared purpose. Mm -hmm. I'm done. I hope you. I hope everybody well, was able to follow that. That was pretty. I can add in a little bit with my experience of the twin flame. Okay. And that 
in that I've known my twin flame for now 18, well, probably 17 years, close to it. Wow. And didn't really know in this. And, and she had uh, been, for all that time, some, well, some way always involved with my team, you know, and she'd always been on yeah. the, the, the peripheral all the time. And then it took one connection, you know, for an investigation to realize that we were twin flames. And and this other person also knows that she is? Yes. She recognizes yes. it? Yeah. I, what I got from this, I got a lot from this. And it kind of shook me, made me realize, am I supposed to talk about this? You know, it's like revelation. Is that it's not always harmonious. It's not always no. fun. If you come together as soulmates also, and that passion, that loving, but you're always in conflict, shoot, half the relationships I talk about <laughs> with my clients well, that have was this, the thing with you, this make you better. <laughs> well, the thing with this too was that even though we didn't realize it until that, that particular moment, we couldn't figure out what was going on because we always had a connection. There was, there was uh -huh. always something there. And we, yeah. we, we just couldn't figure out what it was. So. Isn't this an amazing topic? Yeah. Um, yeah. Michelle, that was super interesting. I am not sure I have ever had one, Nancy, but I had a childlike friend who was born the same day as me, and we felt so happy when we were playing together. I like that. Is like she, that it says individuals, I don't know if it's a boy or girl. Is this individual still in your life, Michelle, or did you have a decade or two of friendship? Sometimes they're just a catalyst to get us on the path. Because we are, does we have designed a life where we would maybe meet somebody for another mm -hmm. purpose, and then next lifetime let's try it again. Mm -hmm. and, and it doesn't mean that they'll show up every lifetime because clearly, someone said once, "How many lifetimes do you think you've had, Nancy?" And I was just overwhelmed. I just got such a big number in my head. <laughs> and sometimes some people, when I talk about lifetimes. Have you know the seashell with the ring? It almost right. feels like an infinity, and you put it against your ear, and you can hear the ocean, and it seems to go on forever. And sometimes I'll get that sense of people with a lot of lifetimes, like I could fall forever into the numbers for their or lives. Or you think, or you think of a tree, a big mm -hmm. thick tree, the in, the, in the rings of the tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Forever, all, all over and over, and yeah. and it kind of tires me out thinking how many times have I done this. You know, like, right? How many children have I had there, raised? Maybe, maybe I was from another planet. I, mm -hmm. I would love to know that. Wouldn't that be fun? But the lifetimes that I've been granted to be able to remember, both men and women of and a lot of different different cultures, it doesn't right. seem like there was a lot. But they're all right. human. I've never right. seen. You know, I and so right. this was a really amazing. Complex, um, confusing, and so I've, I had to study a lot and put these thoughts together. And Dolores Cannon, um, you know, look her up. It's, she's amazing for me, and she believed in past lives. And uh, I do believe in uh, the Universal Christ of the Masters, a Christ, uh, Christian church. And that was my my beginning. I'm married Catholic, and uh, so that was my beginning. But um, Dr. Judy Fisher. She believed that aliens uh, existed. And when I found that out, I went, oh, I found my church. You know, because I do believe, and I, anyway, it's a long story, you know. 
those of us who have had experiences, it's not just one or two times in our life. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you, Nancy, for, oh, thank you, Michelle, you're sweet. That's, I mean, I just saw it come up. It looks like uh, Marissa's uh, busy. I hope, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you enjoyed it. And I brought it sure. to an entertaining way and read it to be entertaining, okay? Okay. All right? Okay, cool. Okay. Give us All a right. thumbs up if you enjoyed that. Yeah. That was really <laughs> good. So tomorrow, I'm going to be talking about, I don't have anything scheduled, but I'm going to schedule it tonight. We're going to be talking about this 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 opioid shortage year tomorrow. I mean, as these oh, things okay. come up, because it's happening to me, and not because it's just happening to me, but it's happening to everybody. But so far, I've been really lucky. But it finally hit my neck of the yeah. woods big time. And I've been left hanging. I've been left hanging by by the doctor. Can't get a hold of him. Well, okay. Don't tell say too much. Get us no tomorrow no. night. So tomorrow night, are you going to have Karen? Going to have Karen? I might. I'll see if Karen comes on. If not, it'll just be solo as in one. But I mean, this is good. I mean, yeah. So tomorrow no. I have to. Uh, yeah, we're just going to go. We're not going to yeah. go there. But. Yeah, um, well, we'll get caught up. We'll be here another hour. Yeah, <laughs> suffice to say, I'm going to discuss this tomorrow night. And do yeah. come, you guys, because this is something that the, the mainstream media is not covering correctly. They're not covering it. It is. Mm -hmm. It's not what you're hearing out there in the mainstream media. It's what's going on behind the scenes. And, and for some it, reason, yeah, mainstream media doesn't want to touch on it. And it's, it's a lot of BS going on. So we'll talk about that tomorrow night. And hopefully I'll uh, you know, things will, you know, things will change for me tomorrow night, but I mean, yeah, so it is what it is. All right. Anyway, that was a great show. Thank you, Nancy. As always, Nancy will be back on her usual Friday on the 23rd. Uh, so, uh, you know, be on the lookout for that tomorrow. Again, we're going to have, you know, I'm going to talk about the, uh, the epidemic and then Wednesday again, we are going to be building a Valentine gingerbread house. So I'm going to head over to the dollar tree and I'm going to get a few things and, you know, we're, we're just going to decorate. Like How we fun is that, everybody? Yeah. Who would think well, of yeah, that? Only we're going to turn it into a Valentine house. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to turn it into a Valentine one. So that'll be Wednesday. We're going to do it live. I'll be in the big studio. And uh, it should be fun. It should be a fun build. All righty, then. That being said, if you like the show, share it with five people. If you hated the show, share it with five of your enemies. We are equal opportunity here at California Haunts Radio. Just trying to get the word out about our show. So what I will do is I will leave you with Nancy's uh, contact information and all that good stuff. And I will see you guys at 6.30 p.m. Pacific tomorrow. And hopefully Murphy's Law will be set to bed today. You know, after I get off the show, it'll start settling itself down. And I can get, you know, and everything starts, everything starts you know, karmically flowing like it's supposed to. I'm going to meditate. You know, that kind of thing. Anyway, here we go, guys. What are you talking about? Your camera or... Well, I mean, anything that could go wrong that they did. <laughs> oh, so, okay. They, but the audience doesn't yeah. know that, honey. <laughs> I no. do, and then when I and then, then when I can't get, get finally got in here to get on the laptop, a couple of my software on, on the laptop was having issues. I had, had to reboot a couple of times. So it's been that kind of day. And then to get on here and the camera dies right away, you know, it's just like I'm so done. So I'm going to med be meditating Sorry. and all that good stuff. And I know you guys aren't aware of what we're well, no, it's just, it's, just it's, it's normal life stuff, but you know, for me, well, I like to live a happy, happy life, and I guess everybody else does too. And then when I start hitting these buttons, we're in business, bumps, honey. We don't, we don't get to. We don't do this. Yeah. So yeah. So anyway, I will see you guys tomorrow, six thirty p.m. Pacific. And here's Nancy's contact info. Good night, everybody. 
website. It's nancymats.com, the N, the M, and the, yeah. <laughs> it's all lowercase. Now, second one is nancymatsauthor.com, the N, the M, and the A are capped. YouTube.com forward slash nancymatspsychic, the N, the M, and the P are capped. Nancy's books, help, get me out of this funk. Nancy Matz. Two Worlds, Developing Your Psychic Skills, Nancy Matz. And The Unwilling Sacrifice by Nancy Matz. And, of course, you can get those. You know, visit her, web, visit her website or check out those books at Amazon. Okay, I'll see you guys tomorrow, hopefully in better humor. And <laughs> assuming assuming the computer, yeah, the computer doesn't blow up or something. I am going to be putting together some bloopers because I think we really need them for <laughs> the show. So I'll see you guys tomorrow. That would tomorrow. be a fun show. Yes. Yeah. Go down memory lane and, you know, all these bloopers. So have a great night, guys. Good night, everybody.